This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show today. I appreciate everybody that listens in. Those of you guys on the YouTube channel, those of you guys listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, whatever it is you guys tune into, we appreciate it. Love you guys for the support. Uh, so, me and Travis today are going to talk about Nebraska trip. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you uh, like it? You know, I really enjoyed it. I, de- I hadn't been in Nebraska previously. And so anytime you go to a new, new place, there's some excitement, mm-hmm. anticipation, um, not only for duck hunting, which is what we're very passionate about, but also just seeing a new country, experiencing um, different hunting situations that, yeah, you know, have experienced it before, environment, um, just topography, um, getting to see somebody else's style of duck mm-hmm. hunting mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of compare it to what we do mm-hmm. and... Yeah, that was that was really something that I was looking forward to and wasn't disappointing. Yeah. You know? That's funny you brought that up too, because about seeing other people's style, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say in a lot of a lot of areas it's the same. Yeah. But there's always just certain little things. And it's not a negative thing, it's just, no. it's just the way people do things. Yeah. In in order, like, right? Like, okay, well, I want to do this first, I want to set this up first, then we'll do this, and then we'll do this and you don't want to throw that order off. And it's kind of like, that's how we are too. You know, like we don't, we know what we're going to do. We, we've hunted together enough. We yeah. don't even talk about it. We don't. We just know what we're going to do. We just do what we so do. So when we, when you hunt with someone else, it's kind of like, yeah, what do you, you almost feel out of place. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I kind of take a step back in yeah. and it's like, okay, what, what do you want to do here? You know, um, especially it's like when you're going to somebody else's house almost, Yeah, you know, they have it a certain, is. they have a certain way of doing things. And, you know, you don't want to break them out of that routine or try to incorporate something different mm-hmm. um, because 
to me, they know, they've been there. They'll be <laughs> been there before. They know what they've been successful at. Yeah. And so I'm just there to help in any way I can, mm-hmm. um, and not just sit back and expect them to do everything. No. But get involved, you know, and ask, hey, how can I help? Or or be there willingly when they're doing something to jump in and, and help them out. But let them do what they do. They do best in their environment. Mm-hmm. So. And it make it kind of throws you off too because. Like you said, it's their house. It's the same thing. It's decoys. It's spinners. It's you know setting a blind up. Whatever yeah. it is, it's it's. But you almost feel like you don't know what you're doing. Like, you know, I, there's something I could compare it to. My mind's just going blank right now. I'm still a little bit. Were you tired today? You know what? I I slept really well last night. What, I time, woke, you, what time did you go to bed? I went to bed early. Actually, I went in, I got home. Uh, so we got home at what eight? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Spread off my waders, and uh, the gun was taken apart. I need to wipe that down, which I didn't do. Was there a little moisture in there? You know, it didn't seem like it was, so I got to do that when I get home. And took a shower, and I laid down on the bed, not expecting to fall asleep. I was going to, like, get up because uh-huh. I was laying on top of the sheets, and then Just wanted to relax I fell asleep. Yeah, man. <laughs> what time do you so, think it was? Like, nine? I don't know. I woke up. About eleven, so it's probably nine. Yeah, I woke up about eleven, climbed under the covers, made sure my alarm was set to go to work this morning, and then I was pretty much out of it. Yeah, I was. I was tired today. I knew that I had to get up. By the way, guys, that that hunt for the first hunt. If you do watch uh, the YouTube channel, the hunt is live. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, it'll already be out for probably three days or whatever. This is posting on Thursday. We, uh, By the way, we try to get these podcasts out every Monday and Thursday. We're going to try our dead level best through the whole season to have these out every Monday and Thursday. We're going to have updates. Um, we drop them at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time because back east, I've noticed a lot of activity through the analytics was going on at 3 in the morning. I was kind of surprised and I thought, oh, you know what? It's probably people on the east coast going to work or something like 6 o'clock. So yeah. anyways, they're uploaded pretty early for you guys making your commute to work. And we're gonna keep try to keep up with it. Um, I appreciate Travis and Thomas coming over here. You know, sometimes all three of us aren't over here. Uh, Thomas isn't today because he wasn't there. So I mean, he you know really wasn't much for him to say. But uh, it, sometimes it'll just be me. But we'll do our best. We're gonna do hunt updates weekly. Uh, we tried that last year. We I did one episode <laughs> and, <laughs> and kind of rounded out. It was just the, last year was kind of a frustrating year for me. I just didn't think I had my ducks in a row. My job situation was making it really tough. And but now the way this job is, I can do editing and stuff at work. So I'm I'm honestly like today I got up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we went to bed probably eleven. I got oh, up, okay. Got up. At, I was tired though, but I got up at five, started editing, went till I got it done. It took me like four and a half hours, and I did t- spend my time on it because I yeah. like I want to do better this year. Just little things I watch in my own self. I get kind of annoyed at like why did I, how did I not catch that and cut that out just. No one else would probably notice it, but got that done and uh, did some B-roll in there. Started off. I think I'm going to start most of my videos with B-roll this year just to keep attention. I personally like B-roll. Any, any channel, anything like that, I just like yeah, little, those little slow-mo. Yeah, just those glimpses moments. of, of moments. How, how'd you, did you get the least seat? Because you haven't got to watch the I video. I did. I watched I Did you see where the birds come by? Yeah. What did you I, think? What, what was... Uh, the first, my first impression was is like... That wasn't even too... Why didn't we pull up, pull up that fast? 
you know? I know. You guys didn't pull up till and they, they were, were past. past. Yeah. And they weren't going real fast. I mean, that was slow-mo, but like yeah. even full, like uh, real time. Yeah. I was like, they were kind of where they were thinking about Atlanta, but they just kept going. Yeah. And I'm like, why did they wait? I think you were trying to identify. Probably. I think it was the identification process. Yeah. You know, make sure you don't shoot the wrong Everything's thing. Everything's brown. You know, exactly. Just making sure it's yeah. tough. And when they're coming straight at you, um, with they just look like black right. silhouettes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Just identifying, but that was that was a really cool B roll right there. I thought I've never got nothing with birds on flight like that. Yeah, like where someone's in the blind from left to right, cross. Yeah, perfectly in front of us. That was pretty cool. So I thought I was glad that had turned out. And there's some little things that I'm still not happy with on my on my end for the editing. Just colors, like I felt like those colors were a little bit, you know, just I wanted personal things that nobody notices. But I want I just want to get better. We we did the podcast. People really enjoyed that. Better. That was actually our highest, quickest. Uh, best listened to and watched episode. Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to that, because you just see the title get better, you probably think, well, what is that? You know, like self motivation <laughs> or whatever, self motivation. But we talked about a lot of things and it was all waterfowl, pretty much talking about getting better. So you guys check that out. And we did a part two of that too. It just dropped today. But um, so let's just kind of talk for a minute about, I mean, uh, You've recently just started to get out with the job you have now. You can get out more, and that's been pretty. It's been fun for me as someone that got me into duck hunting. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and been able to go with you. Yeah. Like last year, Washington was the first time out of state, and it was just like not to be all mushy, but like it was like really, um, it was special to me. Like this is awesome, man. And then. Um, and then this trip, you know, what nothing crazy happened. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like full it's all around, but I felt like I had like people were like, How'd you guys do? I'm like, Well, we did good. I mean, decent. Yeah. Well, like, oh, well, how was the trip? I was like, it was fun. Like I had a blast. I enjoyed it. You know, new sites, yeah. like you said, new people, new styles. I, I mean, what'd you think? Yeah, I mean of course you have expectations of certain things, mm-hmm. you know. But to me it's just if those expectations are not Basically, of course you want to you know limit out, right? And it's not about just limiting it out. But we go there, you know, we're taking the time, spending money, um, planning this, and you know you want it you want it to be optimal in every situation. But when it's not, that's not a bad thing, you know, because you have to enjoy the exper- the whole experience. Yeah, just the experience of yeah. it. Every every everything, you know, from the drive there, the drive, just seeing different landscape that I haven't been seen before. Um, you know, different towns and just the feel, the atmosphere, just soak all that in, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, life life is short and it's not always that you get to do those things. Mm-hmm. And so just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And no I matter know. what it is, just try to enjoy the moment. And that's something that I try to do. And talk about getting better. One thing that I did as we were walking out through that first morning, um, I was glad for the work that I had done up to there. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have did more. Mm-hmm. And learn something from that because I've been getting on the elliptical a lot, but there's no impact there. True. And so one of my my uh, the back of my leg was kind of tightening up, and I'm like, man, is it because I'm walking on a you know a firm surface versus no impact? And so as far as getting better, I'm like, you know, when I get home, I mean, our air quality is horrible. Yeah. But so I want to get out and just go for walks more. You know, and. In addition to doing the elliptical, just to walk, just go, just yeah, yeah, 
Maybe know? throw a backpack on with some weight. Something. Yeah. I was doing that with my golf clubs. I, I mean, maybe you. I need to look like a, one of our homeless people and just load up my decoys and push them around <laughs> the neighborhood or something, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> across the fields by mm-hmm. my house. But yeah. So that was that was something that I took away from there, you know. To get better. To get better. Yeah. To continue to get better. Because I want I mean, we're about a what? A month? A little over a month away from yeah. our season starting. And just to get that have some muscle memory there. So mm-hmm. when I am walking out to the pond, you know, I feel fine. Um, walking across the ponds there, I mean, I felt pretty good. A little bit short of breath, I would say. Not much, but just a little bit. I was breathing a little heavy in the video. And I was wondering, but I, I felt good. I wonder though. what the elevation was there. If there was an elevation difference, is it higher or lower? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. You know, I don't I, either. I never looked that up. I was like, man. Well, like but my the legs, oxygen had to be better than the oxygen oh, here. <laughs> dude, I hope this clears up by duck season because this will be yeah. just so bad. Just... Driving home, I thought of that. I'm like, how are we going to see birds, you know? Yeah, like from migration, a... them migrating too. Yeah. And... Even from a, a distance, you know, you're not going to be able to see them if the smoke stays like this. Yeah. Because it's like fog right now. Like that it is. bad for you guys listening yeah. from out of state here. It's it's like fog. Yeah. When we were making that descent into Fresno, coming back in. I thought it was it looks like we're headed for the gates of hell and the smoke's <laughs> billowing out, you know. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it was it's it was pretty bad. It is bad right now, but it is nice to be home too. At yeah. the same time, you know. Um. But yeah, we got some some big plans coming up in Washington stuff. Uh, my thoughts, you know, were on the plane ride. I, I had a little more issues than I was used to. I mean, this is my only four time flying with guns, but like, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. But they came back there, opened up, checked everything, swabbed it, whatever. And then they took it. And then coming back, I actually got the fastest I've ever got the guns back. He was already waiting for me. I didn't even know it. Yeah. By the time landed, that was so good. it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, see how easy it was flying with guns? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, looking at the process, you think it would be more difficult mm-hmm. than it was. I think the only issue I had is when we initially left and they wanted you to come back in. Yeah. They wanted to look in there again after we had already that went was through security. And then have to go all the way back, you know. That, that would I don't be a little frustrating. Yeah. yeah. So I went all through security at, was that Fresno or Denver? That was Fresno. Where we flew out of. Okay. When they made me go back? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was all the way to the gate and then they made me uh, paging headings or Titus headings. Me, me and Travis looked at each other or like, did they say my name? Because it was kind of loud in there. Yeah. I'm like, nah. And then I went and asked the gate, and they're like, yeah, they were asking for you. I'm like, you kidding me? I go, so I got to go all the way back down there, which I don't mind. But you guys aren't going to make me go through security again, are you? And they're like, yeah, you have to go. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And that, I was telling you, I wanted to get that TSA pre-check since I fly. I don't fly a ton, but one time's enough for me to where you can go through the TSA pre-check if you guys ever fly much. You go in the office prior, uh, like just certain places have it, and you can uh, you take your birth certificate. And like your uh, passport, if you have, you can use that. There's different things you got to use, like three forms of identification. And when you do, you go to the airport, you basically cheat and skip everybody because mm-hmm. there's a little sideway and it's like, it cuts that time in more than half. You don't have to take your shoes off. Because to me, that's so nasty. Like everybody's taking their shoes off. I've always thought that about airports. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's that's gross. Yeah. But everybody's taking their shoes. You know, you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your laptops out. You don't have to take like a jacket or a hoodie off. You don't have to take your belt off. You literally just walk through. So it's kind of nice, but yeah. I mean, in all reality, all you do is go sit there when you're through anyway. So I don't know, like, is it worth it? It's yeah. like $50 for four years. It seems like it's pretty cool, but it's not bad. 
Anyways, I put it, would have cheated that system if I would have got it done beforehand. But <laughs> then we got there. One of the issues was, and Matt will say, uh, attest to this, was the fact that they just didn't get water this year, like through the whole summer, basically, because they'll get those th- thunderstorms, you know, those Midwest thunderstorms. We don't really get those. I mean, we get them up in the mountains, but mm-hmm. not here in the valley, but they get them and they fill up those potholes and all those little spots. And it's, yeah. what do you think about all the pr- public land that you could hunt? The area that we were in, there was, a, you know, I don't even know if they have refuges in that particular area. I don't either. But I think I thought it was neat how there was potholes out in the middle of these cornfields and different areas where that basically they, they just hold water and something that you don't really see here. And if you do see it here, typically you don't see birds on it. Right. Right. I mean, there may be one or two mallards, but you're not going to see the, the teal on it, which is what we were targeting, the teal. So I thought that was really neat to see that in the middle of a cornfield. And when you're in the middle of a cornfield, you're not expecting birds to just come flying from some place and you know swing by, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I've never seen birds flying over cornfields here in California. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. Um, and then the other place where we hunted, it reminded me a lot of our foothills up here. Uh-huh. Look, and, yeah, and it did. There's, it there's water in our foothills up here, but once again, you don't go there expecting to see birds. Right. And... So that was that was neat to to see that, mm. but I I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I, there uh, we went to the Sand Hills this time, Sand Hills of Nebraska, and I've heard a lot of things. Elliot's talked about a lot. Matt always talks about it, and to me, like it does, like you said, it just it reminds me of our local foothills right before you get up into the mountains, and I'm just yeah. like, okay, it's just different. I mean, there's cattle roaming out there, and like you said, there's pot, uh, just potholes of water. Um, we've seen some honkers or heard some a hon- bunch of honkers. Yeah. And it's just every, I mean, you, you, there's no way to know where all these are at unless you used Google Earth. I mean, because it's just. Yeah, you would need satellite imagery to find yeah. all this stuff. And like updated because, I mean, you know, I know the way, depending on what the water is, does, but a lot of that they were telling us too, because they're, uh, Heath, who's uh, Matt's soon to be brother in law, he is an agronomist, which is, we call them uh, PCAs here in California, pest control advisors. But they, I mean, they all—they're still agronomists. When you go to school, that's what it's called. But um, him and Matt has a degree for it too. Matt's doing a little something else in ag, so they know a lot. Have you know, did you notice how much they knew about yes. farming and cost and bugs and this? They know they have a lot of knowledge of stuff, and they're well educated in that. And that I think that has a good little uh, benefit to. St- certain things when it comes to hunting and stuff like that they know a little bit more you know they could tell they're pay attention to weather i mean we all do as as waterfowlers but they they understand certain things i could tell sometimes i'm like i I never thought of that you know i never thought of that situation but it was nice hunting with them um cut myself off here i wanted to mention guys if you do watch the channel if you haven't noticed or seen we do have new apparel and uh, really nice colors. I'm wearing one of the the saddle hoodies right now. That's the name of the color. It's got the till death do his part on the back. I'm still getting emails, people asking if we have any more. And um, they've been out. I've had them out for a couple of weeks. So if you're listening to this and didn't know that, new hoodies that till death do his part with the double man- banded mallard on the back. And then, of course, our new, I, I say flat bill, but it, you can curve if you want to, but it's a leather patch hat, and we got uh, black, and then we got this kind of 
OD green. They're slick. I, they're they're already, we already sold several, so they're not going to last very long. Short supply. If, if they're popular, we'll do more. But just want to throw that out there. You can pick them up at midvalleym.com. So there's that little plug. And we got the gray and black hoodie. And the gray I and black I love hoodie. that thing, man. The, Dude, just I the, can't. Yeah. The fiber of it and the, the feel of it feels it's so really nice. I can't, I can't wait till it gets a little bit colder here where I can wear that. Right. I know. And today I'm wearing this, but I've been inside today. Yeah. And we've had the air conditioner down so low. And I'm a hoodie guy. Like, yeah. I, you, you are too. As, as All of us I can are. Wear we a hoodie, just, I'll wear a hoodie. Exactly. It could be 65. And I'm like, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in here. I've been in the house all day. So, because I've been editing, like I said, and the weather's so bad out there, anyways. It's like, you hate to you go You don't want to go outside. You don't. Like, what? Still about two mile visibility. And that's all smoke. Yeah. So, it looks like fog, but it's not. So, I mean, real quick, about another nine minutes, and we'll shut this down. Uh, just a quick recap day one. Um, I'm, I'll maybe hold off on day two just for the fact, well, it's going to come out the same day. So day one, um, we did decent. Um, we honestly, I thought we weren't going to maybe shoot one. Yeah, when like, we first got there, I was wondering if we were going to get anything. We had one till buzz by uh, before shooting time and then not a lot of action. And then Heath went on that roundabout and, man, I was surprised how many till were actually out there. And we heard no. till. We heard till early in the morning. Yeah. Um you know, making their little noises and heard some mallards, see some pintails. And but then when they started jumping up, it was like, oh, this is cool. There's, there's, there's actually How many do you think? Was there once they all started jumping, flying around? 75 to 100? Oh, that's it, you think? I was, I was more than I don't know that, that, that one, that one flock that jumped up at the end, there was a bunch of birds there. But, and then uh, there was more, well, then those, when the rancher came back over the hill, those other birds came mm-hmm. back come back again yeah i, I mean maybe maybe there's only 100 i don't know i felt like there was two or three yeah. once they started jumping up maybe not though that's a lot of birds two or three hundred but yeah i mean uh it, it probably was how long after sun uh shooting time did we before we shot some like 45 minutes it was it was a while yeah and i was like oh boy and i think the first one that came by we didn't shoot why didn't we i'm trying to remember. i do because, remember. i think because he swung by us and we were trying to make sure they were just a little bit out of range and we were Remember all that? kicking ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, they're uh, probably maybe what, we should have shot 30 yards out. Yeah. I, I don't know really why we didn't shoot. Well, I, I don't know why I didn't shoot because the water out there, I didn't know how deep it was. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which, well, I had just walked out there, so I knew. Yeah. But I mean, you walked to that point, and then we're just a little bit past that point. And I was like, well, if it's over our heads, I don't want to lose these birds. And so. Which a couple went out there, and we luckily the wind pushed yeah. them back um, probably after 30 minutes to an so hour. So that was kind of why I held off. I didn't want them to, yeah. to drop out in deeper water and not be able to, to get them. Yeah. Which I'm glad. I think that was the right call to make, but uh, so then we started shooting. And once, like you said, once Heath walked around, it started stirring him up good. And then our shooting obviously kind of kicked him up and around a little yeah. bit. And um, I shot three. I think I shot three. Yeah. And then you shot. I shot five, five and lost and two. Lost two. Yeah, we, we went to the other side. That it one was you shot water. crushed him. He come down and hit the water. I actually had seen it on video. I didn't put it in there, but uh-huh. he hit the water and it's gone. Like you, yeah. you can see him go, bam! Hit the water yeah. hard, and he just went on, dove under and never. Came and the back water up. was deep enough you couldn't see uh-huh. where they went. Like it was what a waist deep. Yeah, at least. And typically, like birds here, you know, our water is not as deep in some of these ponds, and you can actually see the bird. You can see bubbles. You can see where they're moving. Yeah. You know, this like I didn't. I didn't know where they went. And you stand right. there and you, and you don't want to move, so you're looking around 360. 
and I never seen them again. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't know where they went. And we were both on both sides of him. Like you were on one side, I was on the yeah. other, and he fell in between us. You think if anything, I mean, Rocky couldn't even found him because he went underwater and never. No, came because back up. it was deep enough. Rocky would have been swimming the whole time. Exactly. I don't know if he would have even have. I don't know. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see what would happen. Yeah, I don't think he would have found him, but um, seen some swans out there. Swans, couple of swans. We had those pintails come in. Yeah, seen some mallards. Those on video. Uh, some shovelers and shoveler. Shoveler. And then I think that was pretty much. Yeah, widgeon. We saw some widgeon. Saw some uh, several. Yeah, yeah, a handful of widgeon. And then uh, I think we stayed out there till about ten, ten thirty, and they. I mean, we could have kept walking around jumping, but it's like, what's the, you know? It's exactly. Kinda, it's like, yeah. I mean, we could. Make it a jump shoot, but we're like none of us were really interested in that. I uh, mean, we mean you broke away, went to the other side because they were crossing. Our, I think if we would have went back the next morning, which we were flying out, so I think it was the right call to hunt closer, closer. to our hotel, like we did. So we all agreed on that because uh, Sand Hills is quite a ways north of where we we're at. So we're just like, you know what? Let's just do it, make it easier because we're flying out the same day and we just want to have plenty of time, which was the right call. There's, I mean, that would have been too. Too compact. Yeah, and it would have made everybody more us more tired because yeah, we'd, we'd have to get, get up, up even earlier. earlier. Yeah. So um we went to the other side and I, I knew like if we went back the next morning, we probably I'm sure we could kill several again yeah. crossing that because they just like that little spot where they working up and down. Then we went to uh Runza's and yeah, that was different. I'd never had anything like that before. I didn't know what to expect. It's probably not somewhere but. you would keep no, it wasn't Frequity. bad. I mean, I, I, I did, it was something that I wouldn't eat every day. Right. But yeah, I, I would I would eat that again. Yeah. I was shocked for you. If you guys go to Runza's, uh, I was shocked. I don't know why I didn't have Runza's. Uh, I've had Runza's twice before this. So this is my third time having it. Had it twice last year. I never tried the Southwest. I don't know why that was so good, though. It had little chips like the Taco Bell, little colored chips, and just that crunch with the beef and then the salsa and the sour cream in there or whatever it was good i guess it's because i'm from california and you've seen mexican food <laughs> i had so. the swiss and mushroom yeah it, it was good yeah it looked good yeah and then uh what did we do after that then we went and um took a nap basically took a nap and came back and then scouted a little yeah, bit scouted looked around yeah and then add some dinner ate ate the steak the steak yeah that was good the till steaks they were good it tastes just like steak we ate those the second night the first night we had ribeye. Well, that was no. night we got there. That was Friday night. Yeah, that was night we. When got we there. got there, we went yeah, and had a big good. old twelve ounce yeah, ribeye. And Travis was a little. We were both pretty stuffed. That was a bad call. Don't eat that late. Yeah, don't Just eat don't steak, eat steak right before you go to bed. Yeah, not at eight o'clock. That's a bad yeah. decision. I knew it was too. I think I even said I was like, I sh I know I'm gonna have a steak, <laughs> but I should not do this. Yeah, but the till was excellent when Matt made them. Yeah. Because you just soak them in water. It was good. And keep changing the water out for about six days, seven days. It gets all that blood out, which is the gamey taste. And yeah. I've done it. Sometimes it's hard to have patience to do that that long. You're wanting to cook it, but it was really good. We did, He did that with uh, Montreal steak seasoning and uh, what's that stuff called? My mind. Worcester? Worcester? Worcestershire? I don't know. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Worcestershire. I could say it fine until I thought about it. Now I can't even <laughs> say it right. Anyways, put that on there, grilled those, and then he uh, got together the, the duck poppers. So nothing we haven't had before, but it was it was, it was good. really delicious. And yeah, then the really morels good. with that, I didn't know it, but Travis had already had morels, so yeah, it wasn't nothing new for us. It was good though. They made us a good dinner. Thank you, Matt and Heath. 
for making the delicious succulent dinner. And then we went out the next day, and uh, I, I don't know if I want to put that on here. We're kind of running out of time. We're trying to keep this under 30 minutes, but we were hunting in the corn. I'll leave you guys at. You'll have to go on the channel and watch it. Mid-Valley Mercenary is on YouTube, and you can go watch that hunt. Um, little combo of some other stuff in there with it. It was fun. Simple. So easy. I For me to fathom just driving down the road, pulling to the side, and hunting right there yeah. is just like, don't happen here. Yeah. So it's kind of a fun. And predominantly shot, shot blue wings and mm -hmm. a couple green wings. So. Yeah. They, they, you can definitely tell they're looking at blue, uh, green wings more like, oh, there's green wing. Cause it's, it's predominantly blue wings. Blue wings there. Yeah. I mean, during that early yeah. season. But anyways, I'm trying to think of anything else we missed. I don't want to, um, leave something out. So we did that on the second day. And there was, it was just a quick trip. And you shot your 20 gauge, right? I did. I, I forgot to say that. I wanted to talk about that. I kind of didn't really make it really clear in the video either. Like I said it a couple times, but I didn't really, I didn't even video it. But I shot good, fine with that. And I was using um, heavy hammer, heavy shots, heavy hammer, three inch, three shot. And pff, I mean, it's still, so yeah. that's plenty. But Matt was using 28 gauge, shot good. And I don't know, that 20 gauge, I love that 20 gauge, that Frankie Affinity really Elite like, 3. Really like so him. you threw it up. Yeah. And I had the shot cam on it. It, it definitely even looks better in the shot cam because it's not jerking as bad. So it's a little bit cleaner shot cam shots. But it's a fun gun. I can't wait. I'm going to use a lot more. In fact, I was telling somebody, and we'll have to end it here, but um, run out of time. I was telling Jake that, and you, I think, that I want to get the... I don't really want to spend the money on it, but I like the quality. And a friend of mine has that same gun, the 20 gauge, and he said, you've got to buy Heavy X in that thing. Because I know you're spending more, so I won't buy it. I'm not going to buy a case of it, but I definitely like specifically. I thought about taking it to Washington and shooting the heavy X because um, they're they're decoying stuff. I'd really like to shoot that gun a few times, maybe a couple of days while we're there. That'd be cool. And yeah, and maybe some other you know situation. I mean, I know I could use it the whole season if I wanted to, but I love my Browning A5. I'm definitely not putting putting her on the back burner. So. <laughs> And then you were shooting Talon's gun. Yeah. That's a whole nother issue. You're having problems with your gun. Yeah. I shot her Weatherby. Um, it performed great. Didn't have any issues with it. I was shooting the heavy teal. Mm -hmm. Three, Three inch, inch six. sixes. Yeah. yeah. And it, it did work fine. No jams. No, you know, misfires. Nothing like that. Performed mm -hmm. pretty falsely. My Benelli had been having issues with the choke tube. That, that flew out and have had two. It's crazy. Two uh, chokes for the gun that weren't made by Benelli, and lost both of those. Uh -huh. And just got in when I came back. My fourth choke is there. I bought the extended Benelli um, modified, and I, I'm afraid to shoot it without putting some Loctite on it. Uh -huh. But I'm gonna try it. I mean, it seems firm in there. I even have you take a look at it. But I don't want to lose another choke. So if I have to, it's gonna go with the Loctite. And it's going to be permanently a modified choke in there, but yeah. I don't feel like spending spending the money on another shotgun at the moment. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Make it work. I guess we'll cut it off. I think we ran out of time on the the YouTube channel, but everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast, and we're going to see you soon. See you on Monday. <laughs>